Bill O'Reilly here, Thursday, March 12, 2020. You are listening to the O'Reilly Update. Here's what's happening across our nation. President Trump takes action on the coronavirus. Tom Hanks and his wife have it. Iranian leaders blame the USA for their deadly outbreak. The Supreme Court sides with the Trump administration on immigration. Bernie Sanders vows to rock on. Also ahead, I will analyze the president's address last night. Looking a bit harried and tentative, President Trump told the American people that European flights will be suspended in the short term because of the coronavirus outbreak, but the UK is excluded. The White House also considering tax cuts to help workers and businesses hammered by the crisis. In addition, actor Tom Hanks and his wife have the coronavirus. They are in Australia for a film. The contagion also closing down the NBA, the National Basketball Association. And we can expect almost all public events to be postponed, as the World Health Organization now designates the virus an official pandemic. The mullahs in Iran blaming the outbreak there on the USA. Ministry of Health in Tehran saying American sanctions have prevented them from treating the disease, leading to hundreds of deaths. Italy, as you may know, is completely on lockdown, but they are not blaming us. In other news, the Supreme Court siding with the White House on immigration, saying President Trump's remain in Mexico policy on asylum can continue. The president's order requires immigrants seeking asylum to stay south of the border while the government here processes their request. Wait times can be more than two years. Bernie Sanders refusing to quit the 2020 race for the White House, even though he is losing badly. Confirming that he plans to debate Joe Biden one-on-one Sunday night in Arizona with no audience because of the coronavirus. Bernie trounced in the Midwest on Tuesday, but he's hinting he may drop out if he gets hammered next Tuesday in the four primaries, which is likely to happen. In a moment. How did President Trump do last night on the virus? We'll analyze it coming right up. There are thousands of abandoned animals in the USA that need our help. I am partnering with Delta Rescue, the largest no-kill, care-for-life animal sanctuary in the world. Founded by actor Leo Grillo, who left Hollywood to devote his life to saving abandoned animals, Delta Animal Sanctuary is a -a one-of-a-kind rescue unit. They are staffed by trained attendants who look after each animal, providing them water, treats, toys, and affection. Support Delta Rescue and put your legacy to work. Each life-saving gift helps Delta fulfill their mandate to rescue and care for animals. Request a free estate planning package at deltarescue.org forward slash bill. For a limited time, please watch The Rescuer for free only at deltarescue.org forward slash bill. The Rescuer is an award-winning documentary about Grillo's two-year rescue of a family of 21 dogs abandoned in the wilderness. DeltaRescue.org forward slash Bill. 
Time now for the O'Reilly Update message of the day. President Trump taking action to stop the contagion. In his address last night, the president seemed a bit rushed. He was reading a teleprompter, not speaking off the cuff as he often does. But he did put forth specifics about how the Trump administration will deal with the coronavirus, as we reported. The problem is that no human being or administration can stop the contagion. So it's all about trying to mitigate the damage and provide guidelines for protection. That looks like it is being done in Washington, at least it seems to me. Of course, the hate Trump brigades are hammering the president. But fair-minded Americans understand that no matter what Donald Trump said, the haters would hate. The president delivered his speech last night because Joe Biden had set a virus address for Thursday, today. So Mr. Trump preempted Mr. Biden. Also, the president used the address to settle some scores with the European Union by banning flights to and from Europe. He is expressing his belief that the EU's open border policy is a stimulator of the virus spread. President Trump believes the EU is weak and exempted the UK because it is no longer in the EU. What President Trump did not do was inject politics into his address. He could have said, Look at the Democratic Party. It advocates a soft approach on illegal immigration, including open borders. It wants to abolish ICE. How is that going to go down in the age of the coronavirus? Think about it. If you had a very liberal Democrat like Bernie Sanders or Pete Buttigieg or Elizabeth Warren as president, you would have open borders. People coming in from all over the world and living in the United States unsupervised. How's that going to play with the coronavirus? Yes, they would have put emergency barriers up, but by disrupting the entire immigration law enforcement process, it would have been impossible to do. Now, I know this is conjecture and speculation. I don't like to do that. But it is certainly valid. And going back to Europe, that's what Donald Trump is saying. The EU is chaos. Anyone in the world can get there through Turkey. As you know, the Turks are allowing millions of people to pour into Eastern Europe and run around. Once they're in the EU, there are no border patrols. There are no passport controls. There's nothing. So an infected person can do exactly what the infected person wants to do. And that would be, of course, infecting others. So what President Trump did last night is logical. It's an inconvenience for everyone. But this coronavirus has got to be confronted in a very disciplined, methodical, and non-hysterical way. I'm Bill O'Reilly, and I approve that message by actually writing it for more news analysis, please visit BillOReilly.com, where I do a newscast every night. In a moment, something you might not know. 
We've all gotten an expert appraisal for things that are valuable. A realtor for our homes, an auto dealer for our cars, a jeweler for heirlooms. But you may have something even more valuable than any of those things, your life insurance policy. If you are 75 years or older with a policy worth $100,000 or more, my friend at We Buy 75 will appraise it free and show you how much it's worth in cold, hard cash. So please call 844-WE-BUY-75 or visit webuy75.com. One word, webuy75.com. Imagine never having to pay a life insurance premium again. There's no greater feeling than having all that cash you need for your necessities and fun stuff, too. You've seen We Buy 75 on TV, heard them on the radio. So what have you got to lose? You can get very good money. Please call 844-WE-BUY-75 or visit webuy75.com today. Now the O'Reilly Update brings you something you might not know. This weekend marks the Ides of March, the 15th day of the month, long associated with rotten luck and the assassination of Julius Caesar. The ominous day gets a pretty bad rap, but the Ides wasn't always a downer. In fact, it used to be a festival. Back in ancient Rome, the Ides of March marked the arrival of the first moon of the new year. People gathered outside the city for food, wine, music, even animal sacrifices, hoping for a long-lasting life and good fortune. Over time, the Ides became associated with other events. It was a day for newly elected officials to take office, a time for settling old debts. But one act of violence would change its meaning forever. On March 15th, 44 B.C., Despite numerous warnings from fortune tellers, colleagues, even his own wife, Julius Caesar dismissed his private security force and met with Roman legislators. Sixty conspiring senators were waiting for him. They stabbed him 23 times in the head and chest. Caesar's pal Brutus was the primary betrayer. Julius Caesar, dead from assassination at age 55. William Shakespeare wrote about it, but used a bit of creative license when he put down on paper, et tu, Brute, and you, Brutus? No historical record exists of Caesar's last words. Some have him screaming, and you, child? While others say the emperor didn't say anything at all as he met his death. Today, the Ides of March is celebrated in some interesting ways, including toga runs and something called the Brides of March, where women dress up in wedding gowns and hit the bars across San Francisco and other places. And here's something you also might not know. Polls in Europe rank the Ides of March the second unluckiest day of the year. The most dreaded date on the calendar is actually tomorrow, Friday the 13th. According to researchers at the Stress Management Center in North Carolina, 21 million Americans fear the number 13. Many even alter their daily routines, refusing to fly, go to work, or even get out of bed in the morning. Back after this. It is shocking that your home can be easily stolen. That's a lesson Deborah learned when thieves found her home's title online, forged it, and then took ownership. 
In an instant, thieves legally owned Deborah's home, and actually, she got evicted and spent a fortune in legal fees trying to get her house back. The FBI calls home title fraud one of the fastest-growing crimes. I urge you to protect your home with home title lock. Thieves hunt legal documents online, forge them, stating you sold your home. Then they borrow against it, and you get the payments. No insurance or bank can protect you. Only home title lock does. You could already be a victim of title fraud and not know it. So please register your home at HomeTitleLock.com and enter BILL, B-I-L-L, for one month of free protection. That's BILL for one month free at HomeTitleLock.com. Thank you for listening to the O'Reilly Update. I am Bill O'Reilly. No spin, just facts, and always looking out for you.